Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Reddit stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first stories. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account and says, Am I the asshole for rolling my eyes at my boyfriend's proposal? Because it took 25 years of me begging. Yesterday after dinner, my 52 female boyfriend of 30 years, 53 male, proposed to me. He just walked towards me holding a box and said to open it. There was a ring. I had pictured this moment a million different times, but never thought I'd be so apathetic. My boyfriend then said that he was retired now and wants to kick back and enjoy life with me and would love to do it all with me as his wife. A nice speech and all, but from the five-year mark of our relationship onwards, I'd been making it clear my deep desire to marry and was consistently dismissed, given empty promises, gaslit. We'd been through the gamut with therapy, and one counselor implied that me telling him we needed to go to therapy and getting his butt on the couch still means nothing if his mind has been made up. I was in denial about the fact he was just giving me the false illusion of progress to stall. My boyfriend and I have four kids. The oldest three are adults, while the youngest is 15 female. We were sleeping over elsewhere when this all went down. All of our kids went to a private school filled with typical southern soccer parents. I had to endure PTA mum's jabs about me not sharing a last name with my kids. Preteen years were hell because the other kids would taunt my kids by saying, your dad would rather sin and go to hell than marry your mum. My boyfriend's mum would tell him marriage would be selfish on my part. It is just a piece of paper. My boyfriend ended up rising up the ranks until he became an executive. I was a stay-at-home mum, so I felt like there was always a power imbalance, exasperated by the fact I could be tossed at any time. I partly did stay because I wanted my kids to have the best life and because I felt lucky and proud to be partnered with such an intelligent, successful man, but also because I loved him. These past few years, my boyfriend's career has taken a downturn. He will never be poor, but the company he was part of took a nosedive during 2020. He has made enemies out of associates and board members. He decided to step back from his role and take the generous severance he agreed upon. Now he is living off his investments and wants to relax. I did not like how his career ended and how he treated people and I've been deciding whether I wanted to leave and find somebody else after our youngest turns 18. So the proposal was a shock because I should hope that he noticed I have avoided all conversations about the future as of late. He rattles on about downsizing our house so we can travel and also cutting back on our other expenses. But we're not married, so it's all his money and house anyway. He did notice my eye roll and was offended. He asked what's wrong and I said that suddenly now that he's downsizing, I'm good enough to marry. He got mad and said, now that he's downsizing and no longer an executive. 
I suddenly think our relationship is disrespectful and started implying I was a gold digger. I was so angry I walked out and said I might just go out looking for a respectful relationship because I don't know what respect is anymore. Am I the asshole? I must start in the comments with Hot Ad who says wowza. What did he expect? What did you expect? Like seriously, you wanted a marriage but you stayed half your life with someone so set on making you the bad guy for wanting that until recently. Why would you stay with someone like that? Why would you reproduce with someone like that? Several times. It's just disappointing for your kids to suffer that much bullying for this. Like, all for nothing. I don't know who the arse is, but unfortunately for him, he kind of missed his chance. And unfortunately for you, you put yourself in a box. Tam says, so you have not had your own career. Being an unmarried stay-at-home mum might have put you in a serious financial jeopardy. You have no retirement or social security benefits of your own. It sounds like your name is not on the house documents and you're probably not listed on his retirement account either. There was a lot of important missing information regarding your own financial situation here that should be investigated prior to you making any further changes or decisions. Consult a divorce lawyer ASAP to find out where you currently stand and whether or not the 25 years you have invested in this relationship have entitled you to any assets or financial support. They can advise you on your best next steps. If you are serious about ending this relationship, make sure you go about it in the best possible manner. You might need to briefly marry him. Good luck. Starry Dust says everyone sucks here. You waited 20 years to get a marriage proposal and now you're angry about it. I'm honestly baffled why you allowed yourself to get to this place where you resent your partner so much. Your partner sounds like a selfish guy who appears not to have respected your wishes nor cared about making you happy all these years. I don't know where you live, but your situation would be considered common law marriage in many places, so you'd be entitled to a split in assets as if you were married. And one more comment from Mommy who says not the arsehole, but at this point, marry him so you have financial security. But you did yourself dirty for 25 years, and you taught your children that power imbalance in a relationship is normal. If I were you, I'd get the money you are owed and go find someone else that actually loves you. Opie first responds to a bunch of comments and says, I'm convinced a lot of people claiming marriage is nothing except a piece of paper are the same types who will throw a tantrum when people ask why they won't just sign the papers if the papers mean nothing. I know firsthand that is true now. Or they switch and say that you are being a gold digger desiring financial security when it's central to survival. They will make deflecting arguments about how you just want Chanel handbags and are therefore a gold digger if you want marriage. But it comes down to a lot of times being able to feed yourself and your kids. And if they still find the idea of desiring that repulsive, then they should also condemn anybody who deals with a bad boss or unpleasant co-workers instead of straight up quitting because they need money from that job. I am convinced the people who say marriage is a piece of paper hate women in general and take pleasure in making them jump through hoops to prove they are morally good for their approval. Which will never happen by the way. Goalposts are consistently moved. Or there are men who want to be able to throw women to the streets when they get bored of them and take sadistic pleasure in leaving someone with nothing. Or they are emotionally immature children who hate somebody who represents marriage or family to them. So they want to dump on the institution of marriage to feel like they transcend this immature little thing. In those cases, life and reality will often hit them hard when they least expect it. I will teach my daughters to be real with themselves and their partners so they don't end up in my situation. 
So OP does update their post and says, at the time of my original post, my boyfriend and I had not spoken since the engagement fight. I've been with him long enough to know that when he goes and closes the bedroom door before I get in, that's a signal that I should sleep in one of the guest rooms, so I did that. However, this morning, I broke the ice. I told him about how dismissed I felt over the years. I also said that we are both in our 50s and these last years have taught us that people at work who kiss the ground you walk on one day can easily turn on you the next. And true partners in life are valuable and hard to find. So I wish they'd treat me like I'm valued. Instead, he treats me like he thinks prettier, better, and just as loving is always around the corner. I apologized for the eye roll, but told him that if he wants marriage, I want a quick, committed timeline and genuine happiness from him to be marrying me. I don't need a big party. He listened to me and finally asked if this was about the money and security. He told me that being an executive's girlfriend required things of me, and if I wanted to work, I could have. He said he doesn't think I'm grateful enough for the position in society I was due to his career, but that he's not mad about the eye roll. He said he didn't succeed by being that sensitive. He went on to say that I was not his prisoner and so I can leave at any time. But to remember, he won't tolerate being made my prisoner either via manipulation. He said that for what it's worth, the engagement ring is mine and I could do whatever I wanted with it. He will also not be accused of not providing for his daughter. So be assured he won't shirk child support. But that he felt what I said before was emotional blackmail. So he no longer wants to go forward with marrying, but says if I'd like to travel with him, that's fine. Him traveling is non-negotiable, and so if I wanted to get a job, it would have to be a remote job. It was a sad conversation, and I spent a few hours alone after that. I felt I had nothing to lose, so I just asked him if he would support me getting an associate, but that most associates for technical careers were in person. He then dropped the bombshell that if I wasn't traveling with him, he wasn't going to go those periods without sex. I was astounded by his callousness because he's back to take it or leave it. We fought again with me saying we're all feeling the effects of age. I've supported him through health issues and if he thinks he can just find somebody who has that loyalty I've shown him, he's wrong. At this point, I'm looking for ways out. I can't say I haven't been tempted to say I'll travel with him and try to get a remote job, but also realize how resentful I am that he continues to need to have the power in the relationship. I don't think I'll ever know my value truly, but something telling me there has to be better out there, at least in a partner. The top comment on this one, which does get a reply from OP, says you're the arsehole to yourself. I'm an old 65 plus lady. I've seen the scenario happen so many, many times, and it has never been a good thing for the woman involved. In fact, there's been an outright tragic disaster. Poverty is knocking on your door, OP, and it wants in. You've screwed yourself over in so many ways, the biggest of which was not to work over the last 30 years. You have no investments, no social security units earned, no 401k retirement, and no property. You made another huge mistake by not just grabbing that ring and immediately marrying your boyfriend, thereby cementing your ability to share in some of his investments, social security, etc. I don't care how unappreciated you felt. It was a moment in time and now it's gone. A good lawyer may help depending on where you live, but it is in no way guaranteed. If you had immediately married when he proposed and he lived at least 10 more years, you would have been able to get widow's benefits, but not now. Now you get nothing. Do you have any money at all, your own bank accounts or credit of any kind? 
At your age, it is a cruel world without credit or money. You'd better hope that one or more of your adult children will take you in, or you could quickly find yourself homeless. I'm sorry to be so brutal, but I don't think you have any clue how terrible things can get for you unless you can find a way to make an actual living. Even if you do, don't expect to ever retire. You, as many women are, will be working until you die. I'm so very sorry. So Opie did respond and says, so last update from me for a while. I've decided to start sending in applications for working from home jobs such as social media manager, operations assistant and bookkeeper as soon as I can get a resume together. I've downloaded templates online and I'm looking into displaced homemaker programs. I feel that after running a household that these operations and administration jobs as well as social media management jobs since I've done the photography for my family and friends will be within my scope of experience. I hope my comments have not come off as spoiled or out of touch. I apologize if that has offended anyone. What I was trying to say is that I want to be able to rent a studio slash one bedroom in a semi-safe neighborhood. I've heard that new grads are able to make 45 to 50k a year semi-remote in business administration or marketing then hit 70 to 80k in around five years and hope that if I get a certification in those fields that this would be an opportunity for me and I can rise up from that place. I just need somebody to take a chance on me and let me prove that I'm a hard worker. I'm not above applying to the big box retailers and such. The people who work there seem to be all teens or else adults with dubious criminal past. So for the sake of my safety, as well as the promotion opportunities available with desk jobs, I would like to explore all my options. I will not sell the ring as of right now, out of respect for my partner. However, if he shows me any more displays of disrespect, I will sell the ring. I will, however, do everything I can to prevent myself from falling into poverty. And if that means seeing a lawyer, I will do so. But in my opinion, new grads don't have that much more experience and much less invested in a job they can pick up and leave at any time so i feel i'd be more a reliable hire and i think it's fair to say that the comments were pretty much split on this story some people saying to op you know you you allowed this for 25 years you continued to stay in the relationship because it was easy other people saying you know they're just so sorry that op's going through that because it sounds like she has basically nothing to fall back on now but now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And our next story comes from the True Off My Chest subreddit from 
Beneficial Pizza 7137 does come with an update as well, titled My Baby Sister Called Me Dad. I, male 31, was 20 when my sister, 11, was born. Our mum wasn't in a good place physically or mentally, and her father was a druggie, so I took her in and have been raising her ever since. She's legally mine. In certain ways, I have always seen her as a daughter. I feel as though the love I have for her would be the love a father has for his kids. I mean, I watched her grow up and was there for every single milestone most would consider me to be my sister's dad. But my sister grew up with the knowledge I am her big brother and the reason I take care of her is our mum and her dad can't take care of her the way they should. She got more information as she got older. We are both sick. My sister has chronic asthma and when sick, her asthma is worse. At like 3am, I heard her wheezing and coughing in her sleep and got a nebulizer to give her a breathing treatment to wake her up to take it she was half asleep and when she finished i told her she could go back to sleep she mumbled okay and as i was leaving her room she said thank you dad it was quiet but i heard it i had a good happy and emotional cry and it's getting me teary-eyed just thinking about it so one of the top comments on this one says it's your actions that make you a dad not your biology and you are definitely a dad obi says thank you been told that by different people over the years and in certain ways like i've said i have always felt like her dad it was insane though hearing her call me dad but even if she was half asleep someone talks about her asthma and opie says thank you day to day she's really good at taking her medicine but in the middle of the night when sick of course is going to be more difficult i actually woke up and felt like something was wrong so i checked on her to make sure I'm sure she felt a lot better after going to sleep. If I didn't, she would have really been struggling to breathe when she woke up. I think even if she doesn't outgrow asthma, she will be okay. She's only 11. Doesn't let her stop her. She's amazing at volleyball and basketball and very active. And this one hit me absolutely right in the field. And I agree with that comment. You know, you may not biologically be her father, but you are certainly shown in every other way. And that's what means the most to her. Recreationally used replies with their own little story within a story before we go to OP's update and says, So, my grandfather was legally adopted when he was 10 years older by his mother's husband. His biological father was an alcoholic that went to work one day and never came back. He recalls sitting in the window waving goodbye for the last time as he backed out of the driveway when he was only three. All he had of his father was the bike he had bought him for his third birthday. The only photograph of the two of them is with that bike. Shortly afterwards, his mother began dating a new man, and then they were married. He was a really involved stepfather. They'd ride bikes together, watch the Andy Griffith show. He really loved him like he was his own, even after they began having his half-siblings. So a few years after the marriage, and when he was old enough to give permission to his dad, he legally became his father rather than a stepdad. Unfortunately, my great-grandfather passed away in his mid-80s after a heart attack. My grandfather was in his late 30s slash early 40s at this point, having lived a wonderful childhood with him. At least made it to all the milestones you hope to have your father around for. A year or so later, he receives a phone call. It's his biological father, phoning him from a hospital. He tells my grandfather that he's on his deathbed, and he regretted never reaching out to him. He asked my grandfather if he'd be willing to meet him before he'd never have a chance. My grandfather told me that he said to him, My father died X years ago. He may have gotten me that bike, but he taught me to ride it. 
I am not your son. I'm sorry. It just felt like that could fit here. Lol. So, around a week or so later, OP comes in with her own update and says, Update for those who didn't see my original post. I've been raising my sister, Eleven, since she was a baby. Well, she's always called me by my first name and has known I'm her brother. Well, about a week ago, while half asleep, she called me dad. After that, she went back to calling me by my first name, so I decided to take up the advice from some comments. I told her that when half asleep, she called me dad. She looked panicky and apologized. I told her she had no reason to apologize, and I actually wanted to talk to her about it. I let her know that if she wanted, she could call me dad, but she never had to feel forced to call me dad, like I said, only if she wanted to. She started to cry, and she let me know there has been so many times she wanted to call me dad and almost have, but stopped herself because I was her brother. I told her we both knew I'd never be just her brother. Plus, the dad isn't always someone who is biologically your father, but the person who raised you. After that, we both cried. But the past few days, I've been dad. It's been amazing, honestly. Been amazing to hear. Like I said in my original post, I've always felt like a dad to her instead of a brother. And then one more final thought from OP, which says, I figured if she wants to, she can. She doesn't have to if she doesn't want to. Who knows what will happen when she's a teenager? But I don't mind that she does want to, and in certain ways, it feels like all my hard work raising her hasn't gone unnoticed. <sighs> Bloody onion ninjas kicking around again, aren't they? And I think that's where we need to leave today's stories. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Maybe you have your own little story that you might want to share with us. Of course, never any pressure to do so, but always love to see it. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much for being involved. And hopefully, I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 